What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Morning Grind here. I am Turd Ferguson, again, replacing Stevie. He'll be back some point next week. I'm not even sure. On vacation, which is much needed because that guy works way harder than I am with way too much stuff. But again, last night with me, nice little Friday slate, 14 games, going to be a fun one. And I'm joined by one of the best GPP players in the industry. Dre, how you doing over there, buddy? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good over here. Just, you know, hanging in there, trying to hopefully uh, do well tonight. But we'll see um, how it goes with this small slate. Weird slate. Yeah, no, it was definitely a weird one. I think I'm pretty much breaking even, which I was fine with. Um, but yeah, yeah it's uh, not too bad. I won some money on the early slate. So, you know, things things could be worse in life. And that judge home run that just happened might be helping me out a bit, but we got 14 games to talk about. We're just going to dive right on in because I'm old and have to go to bed. So let's get it started here with the first game. we got the Reds going up against the Phillies. Molly going up against Wheeler. We have an eight and a half total. Phillies, pretty decent favorite at 170. Let's start off with Molly here. 7.1K, ridiculous price tag for how good he is. I know that the Phillies are not a big strikeout team, especially going up against righties. But this just seems like a silly price tag to me. You got any interest, Molly? Oh, yeah, definitely at that price. Um, just, especially we're going to see how the lineup shakes out for Philly. I know we got uh, J.C. Romolo question, questionable, but probably expected to be um, back on the slate. So I definitely have interest in Molly at that price because just the strikeout upside is going to be high. Yeah, no, I mean, the fact they can go up to 110 pitches, 110 pitches last outing, 10 strikeouts, 32 DraftKings points, and for some reason they dropped him down 2,700. I don't understand it. He's probably going to be the chalkiest pitcher on the slate would be my guess. Understandably so, but we have some pivots right around that price range that we'll get to later. But Molly, right now is probably the top point per dollar play at pitching on the entire slate. Over on the other side, we got Zach Wheeler, 10.3K, clear ace on the slate, going up against a little bit of a tough Cincinnati team, but he's been dominant all season long, does not ever give up more than four earned runs, it seems. You have you going to pay up for Wheeler on this slate? Uh, I'll probably have a little bit of exposure to him, but I'll probably try to get some more better pitchers and some easier matchups. But the strikeout, like you say, he's been consistent all year, and, it's, and the strikeout upside is still going to be pretty high here because they, even though the Reds teams, um, they do produce a lot of hits when they are hitting on all cylinders, but they do also strike out a good fair amount. So I, I definitely like getting to a little bit of Zach Wheeler. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I don't know how lineup builds are going to go out, but I like a lot of guys in the 6 and 7K range. So while Wheeler does stand out to me as the top point-per-dollar pitcher on the slate, it's not like we don't have a ton of spend-ups on the slate. I mean, it's not like we don't have a ton of spots where we're going to end up saving some money. So while I do plan on using a bit of him, I'm not sure how much I'll end up using him. Not that he's, in, uh, he's a bad play at all. It's just I don't know how my lineups are going to end up. It all depends on how much money I have in play. But there's one very clear offense that I'm going to be loading up on the slate that I probably need to pay a hefty penny on some of those bats. But we'll get to that in a little bit. What about these Cincinnati bats? Uh, they're good for GPPs. I would say that, um, and I'm going to have a little bit of exposure to them just for that reason and that reason alone. Um, other than that, um, we can't go wrong with them. But uh, it's a tough matchup, so I wanted to try to see if I could target some teams in easier matchups. But uh, the prices are pretty high on them too, on on like the first half of the lineup. But I definitely don't mind getting to them. Like I said, as far as GPPs. Yeah, I know it's definitely an interesting spot, especially with the slate with this much cheap pitching. It definitely makes an interesting leverage play, just going off of Wheeler being very highly owned. But yeah, it is so tough to 
pay for these guys. Like Winker, six, 5.6K. Castellanos, almost 5K. Votto, 5.6K. Moustakas, 5.1K. I mean, Nyquin's a nice little value there at 2.6K, but you never know if he's going to get pinch hit for. It's just an expensive lineup in a really tough spot, getting a little bit of a park downgrade going out of Cincinnati here, even though it is pretty solid pitching weather. What about over the other side with Philly going up against the likely Chalk Molly? Wow. Sorry. The Yankees just took the lead in the top of the ninth inning. I am surprised. They just been piling on the runs. My parlay is alive. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the bats, if Tyler Molly's going to be popular, which we expect him to be, um, I probably will then try to maybe have a little bit of Philadelphia Phillies um, as far as like a couple of stacks of them in tournaments, just to be a little, contra- a little bit of contrarian, a little bit different. So uh, I definitely like Bryce Harper in this position. Uh, uh, you know, he's at yeah, 5.7K. Still, it's a fair price for him. Uh, but Brad Miller, he's 3.3K. And DD at 3.1K are probably some of my favorite targets. Um, I don't believe I might get to Herrera in the back half of that lineup. Uh, that's a lefty, too. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely, like, in big field tournaments, Phillies are definitely making an interesting stack. Just because Molly's ownership is going to be so high, it's not like he's invincible. He's not an absolute top-tier guy in the league. He's just a well-above-average pitcher, but he can give up big outings, and he's had some bad ones over his last 10 startings. Four outings of four or more earned runs. He's had given up two home runs in three of his last 10. Like, he can still give up some, some damage, and it's not like outside of Bryce Harper, anyone's really that expensive here. And a lot of this lineup is pretty low strikeout going up against righties. So you can definitely make it work here. I think it is an interesting spot for GPPs. Let's move on to the next game here. We got Milwaukee going up against Pittsburgh. We got Anderson versus Keller. Nine and a half total here. Let's start off with Anderson. Any interest in him at all? Uh. Maybe a, a, a tiny bit. Definitely don't mind them. 7.2 games is probably about a fair price for him, um, especially this matchup going against uh, Pittsburgh. Um, and this game's going to be, be pretty humid too, so it's going to be a good hitting hitting weather for sure. So I'll definitely have a little bit of exposure to him, but um, probably not, not that much. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. Like, there's too many other good pitchers on this slate. It is an easy matchup going up against Pittsburgh. Obviously not a great lineup outside of Hayes and Reynolds. So just getting the lack of strikeout upside, I think I'd rather go elsewhere, but I understand playing him. Like if they got a 4.1 implied total, he's put up some pretty decent outings, averaging about 17 points over his last three. What about over the other side with Mitchell who's, or Mitch Keller, who's just been terrible lately? Yeah, no, nah, definitely not. I, I love I love uh, the Milwaukee Brewers uh, bats on that side, so I definitely won't have any exposure to Mitch Keller um, at all. Yeah, so talk to me about this bats. I have no interest in Keller either. Yeah, so since we have no interest, both have no interest in Keller. This dislike as a whole. Um, I like I like Christian Yellis. I like uh, I like Wong for sure. Um, Novares, he's probably going to be one of my favorite ones to target. But uh, Rowdy Teles still um, he's questionable right now, but I expect him to still be in a lineup at three point six k. Probably move this price up a little bit more. So. I love getting to him for sure. Um, I think that they have a chance to obviously be probably one of the highest scoring teams on the slate, especially with the with, if the game plays. But with the way the humidity is and the weather, it, it should be a, a perfect game for them. Yeah, no, I mean it's not it's not out, we're unworldly hot. It's going to be about seventy nine degrees, but it will be very very humid, which bodes very well for these. 
bats. I'm not a huge fan of this ballpark, but this team has just been hitting super well recently. I think they put up, what, 17 runs tonight, just absolutely crushing the ball. A little bit tough to pay that price tag for Yelich, Adamas, and Escobar, but you can throw one of those guys in, maybe two, round it out with Wong, Navarez, um, Tellez if he's in the lineup, Garcia if he's back in the lineup. You can definitely make it work on this slate, especially with some cheap pitching options. What about over on the other side with Pittsburgh? Uh, only if anything, it would just be like a few, like a mini stack. If anything, uh, just 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 because of, we don't know what the exposure is going to be for Brett Anderson. So uh, I like the righties inside of though more so, like Hayes, Reynolds, uh, and Stallings typically, and uh, Hypers and No Nowinski. No, I can't even say his last name, but John. Uh, I like I like I like getting to him a little bit too as well. No go. We'll call him No yeah. go. Yeah, let's call him no-go. Yes, no-go. I like it to him as well. Um, and even Anthony Alford, that's a little bit of a cheap off-the-wall play. Because uh, especially with tomorrow, since it's a 14-game straight, we know that you're not going to really need to uh, – ownership not, might not be that big of an issue. You might need to somewhat concentrate on some of the teams. But if you want to get a little bit off-the-wall, um, Anthony Alford, as well as uh, Kevin Newman, is some, something not a bad play as well. Yeah, no, I definitely – I almost never mind a Pittsburgh stack. I mean, Hayes and – Reynolds are obviously actual good bats, and then everyone else in the lineup is entirely cheap. It's just an interesting little spot here. I, I don't mind a mini stack going with Hayes, Reynolds, and then literally throw a dart at the board. I don't really mind any of them. Brett Anderson doesn't give up a ton of home runs. Pretty big ground ball pitcher, but he can still get done in four with Babbitt, and the bad bullpen arms can come in. So I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just a cheap stat, secondary stack to me. Move on to the next game here. We got Atlanta going up against Washington. We got Morton going up against looks like Josiah Gray. Uh, let's start off here with Morton, nine total game. Braves a favorite. You got any interest in Morton at 8.3K? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, this <laughs> he might be actually now looking at it probably one of my favorite pitchers on the slate just for because the matchup against the um Washington at Nationals. Uh, he's this is a uh, this is a watered-down lineup of what they had earlier in the year. Uh, they still should strike out pretty high. I think it's about 26%, I want to say, is a strikeout percentage as a team total from what I uh, looked at beforehand of, on them. But it's it's pretty high. And they have a couple guys, obviously, that you have to worry about, Juan Soto and, and Josh Bell. But no one else really scares me in this lineup. So I like Morton today a lot. He's been consistent all year, too. Yeah, no, and he's definitely been very good, especially over, like, the last six, seven games been solid hasn't gone too late into the last three games which slightly worries me but no reason to think that he can't get up to over 100 pitches if he's pitching well it's kind of what it ends up coming down to plus he's been averaging over 20 points a game over the last 10 just been really solid here I'm right there with you and I like that price tag what about Josiah Gray over on the other side sitting at 8.1k kid had a ton of strikeout upside in the minors still striking out over 30 percent of guys has a little bit of walk problems, but it's kind of come down over the last two games. Any interest in Josiah Gray? Not on this slate. Um, 8.1K is a tough price to play uh, pay for him, even though I know he, what his upside is and what his potential is, is to be. Um, but to me, I think that's just not a route I want to go on this particular slate. Yeah, I mean, I, he's in play, but you that simple like this kid is just too good i'm worried about the pitch count it's only gone up to 82 pitches so far but still solid overall arm can put up a big outing put up 25 in his last one he's not my favorite he's probably pretty far down the list considering how much value is in the six and seven k range 
Um, but yeah, he's, he's definitely in play for me. What about the Atlanta bats on the other side? Oh, uh, I, I, I love trying to take advantage of that. If, especially if you say he's going to be a play more, I, I like Atlanta. Atlanta's one of the teams that are, I think they're still in the hunt for the playoffs and still for the division. So I like targeting them. Um, and this lineup is it's not bad at all. I, the best bad in this lineup to me is going to be Freddie Freeman, obviously at 4.8K. So I like getting to him a lot, even as a one-off, or even as a mini stack with, with Solar and Albies um, and Swanson and Riley. Duvall, they just power up and down this line with two as well. So I, I like getting to um, a lot of Atlanta uh, as far as it's like probably more so my secondary stack still tomorrow for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that, I mean, Josiah Gray can get a little bit wild again. Huge strikeout upside, but this lineup is just kind of stacked all the way one through seven, one through eight. Just a very good Atlanta lineup. I have a little bit of interest in him, but not a ton. What about over the other side with the Nationals? Nationals, not really. Um, like I said, the only people I would have is just more so Juan Soto, Josh Bell's one-offs. Other than that, I'm not going to really get to many other ones. Yeah, I'm, I, I just, like, Soto as a one-off. Like, Josh Bell's not even cheap, and Soto's gone up in price pretty drastically. Morton's a good pitcher, so I think I'm fully probably out on the Nationals, but I will not argue with a Soto one-off just because he's been so good since the All-Star break. Let's go on to the next game here. we got Baltimore going up against Boston. Watkins going up against Pavetta. Red Sox, 6.9 implied total here. One of the highest I've seen outside of Coors in a decent amount of time. Going to be hot and humid over there. Let's start off with Watkins here. Any interest in him? No. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Pavetta on the other side. Uh, a little bit, but not not really. More so for GPPs, but at eight point eight point, uh, yeah. No, actually, no. I'm not going to use this to Nick Pavetta, even though I know he's pitched pretty well um, his last couple games. No, I'm not going to probably get to him. Yeah, no, he's been pretty solid recently, but I still don't think I want to play him on a different slate. It'd be a whole different story, but it's 84 degrees. Going to be humid there. They're playing in Wrigley, so I don't think I can go with Pavetta, even against a decent strikeout team in Baltimore. What about any Baltimore bats? Baltimore bats? I mean, GPP-wise, like, the GPP player in me says, yes, let's play some Baltimore bats, like like DJ Stewart, uh, Mullins, even as a one-off is good. Um, the weather is working both ways because it's going to be hot here right there in total. So even though everyone's going to be on the other side of the game, which is rightly so, you can still pretty much get to these bats because you never know what can happen. Nick Vettic also, you know, even though he's been pitching solid lately, he can still blow up and not have that great of a game. So I like into like so Mullins, Santander, Stewart, the lefties in the lineup for sure. Uh, maybe even a little bit of Severino. Um, and obviously got the power bats with, with Mancini in there and Hayes as well. Yeah. I mean, I play Baltimore far more often than I should. Um, but in this spot, I think I'm mostly sticking to the outfield, like Santander, Hayes, Stewart. Like, those are my main guys. If you want to play Mullins or Mancini, that's fine. If you want to do a full stack. But I think the mini stack in the outfield will allow you to pay up for a high price stack. Like, again, I might not be too bet, too far against a game stack in this spot just because of the weather and the matchup. So, Hayes, Santander, and Stewart all kind of make it work. But that's that's really it. Like, they're just solid point-per-dollar plays. Over on the other side, 6.9 total. Red Sox are going to be the chalk. I don't know if I can get myself away from playing these guys because Watkins is not good and the bullpen is just bad for Baltimore. Yeah, I agree. And I, I just – I can't see in a world where I'm not going to have so many Red Sox stacks. It'll be probably my 
top on the stack um, of the night, honestly. I, I guess I just see it now. Probably at least at least probably one A. because uh, I think there's another team on the state that I like a lot too. Uh, but I love I love everything about it. My favorite play from the Red Sox is probably gonna be um it's probably gonna be uh Rafael De- Devers um at five point eight K. I know he's a little bit expensive, but he he's just he should be able to hit a, a couple home runs off of, off of Watkins today and, and uh, have a, a great game. Yeah, I am playing everyone. Every single person in the Red Sox lineup, I'm stacking them every which way. Obviously, my favorite are going to be the spend-up bats and Bogarts, Devers, J.D., Enrique, and Hunter Renfro has just been on a tear recently. They're just far too good. Play all the Red Sox bats, and that's pretty much it. Come on to the next game here, Dodgers, Mets, Urias, McGill, Nine total here. Any interest in your eyes at 9.9K? A part of me wants to say yes, but with pitching the way it is on this slate, I don't think I'm going to need him. So I'm probably not going to get two as much, especially in this type of game. Yeah, probably a cross off of me too. I think I prefer Wheeler. I prefer Ray. Rice, fine, but just not really great. This Mets lineup has been very solid. Your eyes a little bit splits neutral here. And there's a lot of good bats from both sides of the plate. What about Miguel over on the other side going up against the Dodgers? Uh, same thing. I can't get to him. Uh, it's just too – it's too – the spot is pretty much – well, pretty much you don't want to play no baskets, no no pitching against Dodgers ever really. So, I can't can't do it. Yep. Real simple rule. Don't play pitchers versus the Dodgers unless they're super elite and low-owned. Uh, Dodgers bats? Dodgers bats? Yes. I, I'd love to get to the Dodgers bats today. Um, they're probably like they're probably going to be. See, how how popular do you think they're going to be tomorrow? Not like, very. I don't think so either. So I don't mind getting to a lot of them and trying to be um, over the field of them, especially when they're not popular. Um, I think the chance, to, even though we know McGill's a pretty good pitcher, um, I still I still think that he can still get get will have him get pretty much rocked by any one of these guys in this lineup. Yeah, Trey Turner, who I like a lot. Um, my favorite per- my favorite bat, though, um, who I think could be sneaky, even though he's if he's going to be in this lineup at the bottom, um, number eight is Billy McKinney uh, um, at, two point, uh, at 2K, uh, the minimum on DK, uh, a lefty. I think he could probably hit a couple home runs. And, don't, um, and I also like uh, Cody Bellinger. He seems to be playing a lot better lately, so I like getting to him a lot, too, in this lineup. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind the Dodgers. I'm not really high on them. They're playing over in City, obviously not a great ballpark. The prices are probably how they should be. They're generally pretty underpriced or under-owned in most slates, but I don't think there's a slate. I like McGill, and even though this Dodgers lineup's good, this is just a big enough slate where I think I'm going to be off on him. What about the Mets over on the other side? Uh, the Mets on the other side, I'll, I'll have some of them in GPPs, just maybe a few of them. Mostly just one-off, though, um, and so and like Pete Alonzo. Um, but if I do, I'll have like a mini stack, if anything. So I'll probably be into like 150 tomorrow um, with like Pete Alonzo, Javier Baez, and VR. Uh, those will be like my top plays over there. Yeah, I'm probably just off. Like Alonzo is a one-off. Dominic Smith is cheap, but everyone else is like big deals, 5.2K. It's too high for me. Baez is 6K, too high for me. So I'm probably out on the rest of these bets. Let's move on to the next game here. We got Cubs versus Marlins. We got seven and a half total here. Azalea going up against Lazardo. Let's start off with Azalea. 7.6K playing in Miami. Any interest in him? Sorry, as a job. Um, Been there before. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna probably. I mean, it's a good ballpark for for pitching, but I no, no, that's not gonna do it. That's what's up. Honestly, I think this is the first time we really disagreed. I love him here. Seven point six K. Been always kind of like you never know how late he's gonna go in the game, but. 90, 82, 81, 102 pitches in the last four games. Really solid matchup going up against Miami. Not a good lineup at all. Playing in one of the best ballparks. I really like Asley. He's probably one of my favorite TVP pitchers on the entire slate. We'll see where his ownership ends up at. But I think there's a spot where you could put up a pretty big outing here. So, yeah, yeah first time. Really disagree. What about Lazardo over on the other side? Uh, I actually make you look into. I'm, I'm gonna look into him tomorrow. Yeah, please do, because honestly, this is an. I never play him, and look, game log watcher is gonna be like, no, I'm not playing him. But this is a spot I think where he can really, really put up a pretty decent number. Like it, he has solid strikeout stuff, and this is just a bad overall lineup. So look into him a bit tomorrow. What about Lazardo? Lazardo. <sighs> I'm just more worried about the the, the pitch count for him because how, how many pitches did he get last? I don't think he yeah, yeah, I don't think he's gonna go that late into the yes. game. Yeah, so I can't. I would love to play him in this spot because obviously it's, it's Chicago, um, but the Cubs. But I, I'm not gonna. I'm probably off of it. Yeah, no, I think I'm on the same page. Like if I knew he was gonna get up to 90, 95, 100 pitches, I'd probably consider him. He's a solid overall pitcher hasn't been great this season but has some solid stuff and can show it at times and the Cubs lineup that's absolute trash probably the spot where it would end up happening but I just can't I I I don't think I can do it at 80 pitches I want a little bit more upside in this slate with so many other good pitchers what about these do you want any bats from this game oh just none yeah let's move on no bats from either side both these pitchers are good enough and there's a bad ballpark and two very bad lineups moving on to the next game here we got the indians going up against the tigers here nine and a half total police act going up against alexander start off police act at 8.8 k and he just has not been worth that price tag recently interested interested in him at all no yeah probably only gonna go up to 90 pitches just even against detroit don't care he only put up 10 points against him last time out. What about Alexander over on the other side? He's cheap. This isn't the worst matchup in the world, but he's really not great. Nah, I like the way Cleveland actually has been, been playing lately. I mean, I can see the spot where you want to get to him. Um, if, if he's going to still get around five or six innings, then yes. I'll probably have a little bit, little bit of him because last time he did actually play, he pitched against him earlier uh, last week, I believe, and had a pretty good outing against him. And his prices what come up a little bit, only forty. Yeah, I mean he did he did give up no runs and he got the win, so twenty one points seems pretty solid. That's but... solid for that price too, especially on this slate. I I might I might consider him a little bit. Um, just because it's, we know it's the same matchup, even though I don't like to be a, like a game long watcher, but how many people are really going to be on him tomorrow? Probably no not, one. Almost not, no one. Yeah, so I think if you're running 150 lineups only, like maybe having like one or two shares of them, which I probably will, um, just, just to take a chance to see what happens. But that's really about it because he allowed me to get uh, some more upside in some uh, bats on yeah. the slate. Yeah, it's fine. I don't think I'm doing that, but I'm not a 150 lineup guy, so I fully understand it. What about any of these Cleveland bats? 
Uh, Cleveland, I'll get to some of them. Um, I definitely will. I, I like the lineup for sure that we're that is projected out that we're gonna have. So Jose Ramirez, uh, Rosario Reyes is where I would start with those three. Um, I even like uh, getting to Mercado. Um, it's definitely someone that's probably is gonna be um pretty pretty. I think he's probably gonna be a little bit lower on because he's on more towards the back half of the lineup. Uh, but I like this uh, spot for him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of these bats are cheap. I mean, Fran Mill and Ramirez, both very expensive, but absolutely worth it. Alexander, not a great pitcher, plus the bullpen behind him is really not great. So those two guys, and then I'm fine with a full stack, like Harold Ramirez of Eastern Line, 2.5K, Mercado, 2.3K, Hedges, 2.3K. Pretty much Miles Straw probably reading off, leading off, not great, but 2.6K. Like, this is just a cheap stack outside of the two main guys. So you do a full five-man stack, and you can still get some pretty decent pitching and some de- decent secondary stack. So I don't mind the call at all. What about Detroit over on the other side? Detroit, see, I, just like you said, you always play some Baltimore. I, I always play some Detroit. So I will look to definitely be playing some Detroit for sure. Um, I like Grossman's uh, scope. Uh, Cabrera Candelario, uh, obviously. Um, I even like um, getting to a little bit also uh, in the back half of the lineup, uh, like uh, Willie Castro. Um, I like him as, uh, tomorrow a lot, especially at 2.5. But they'll be more so used as a secondary stack for me um, more than anything. But, yeah, I like getting to him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably staying away from Detroit. But I fully understand playing it, everyone. Everyone has those lines played, and they've been paying off pretty decently lately. So don't yeah, that, hate it. Just this is a spot where I'm probably going to stay away on a 14 game slate, but I'm only running running out of a few lineups. Let's go on to the next game here. We got the A's going up against the Rangers. Eight total. Urban versus Dunning. Start off with Cole Urban going up against an atrocious Rangers lineup. I definitely have some interest in him for sure. Um, that price. 8.2K is a pretty fair price for him. Uh, Texas is not was not one of the better, just one of the worst teams in the league. And with the strikeouts upside that he, that um, the matchup brings, I like getting to him. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you just put up 20 points against this team last time out. Can absolutely do it again. Solid overall pitcher. Decent strikeout stuff. Really, really solid matchup here. So I like Urban a decent amount. What about Dunning over on the other side, even though we may only get 60, 70, 80 pitches out of him? Yeah, no, I, I can't risk that, especially because you can play because Oakland looks like it has been hitting pretty well lately. So I definitely won't take that chance. Yeah, Lauer well, back in the lineup, the addition of Harrison Marte. This is a this is a mean looking lineup. I play a decent amount of Dunning, um, but this slate does not call for it. There's too many good pitchers in the six to seven K range. I'm fully out on Dunning, and I don't think I have any real interest in these Oakland bats. I'm not going to argue with it, but Dunning's a solid enough pitcher where I think I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah, I'll have a little bit of exposure to him, if anything. Like I said, a couple, maybe maybe the, either one else or, or a, a mini stack or secondary, but that's really about it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Texas Rangers, I have zero interest in. Oh, yeah, zero, too. We can move on to the next one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's move on to the next one here. We got the Cardinals going up against the Royals, Flaherty going up against Minor. Eight and a half total. Flaherty coming off the 60 day IL. Don't know how late he'll pitch into this game. Any interest in Flaherty at a little bit of a discounted price tag of 8.3K? No. Yeah, no. I, I don't know if I can trust how late he'll go into the game. Um, I mean, his last one, in his last, uh, 
triple a start he went to 75 pitches i don't think it says he's not expected to face any significant restrictions but i don't know i don't know if i can fully trust it i'm probably probably gonna lay off a little bit i mean i don't know i'm, I'm probably out on flurry i may revisit it tomorrow but i'm more interested on the other side with mike minor obviously he's been all right at times of the season good at the at times of season, bad at times of season. And he's been on a pretty decent streak, putting up double digits in the last four. It's not a bad matchup going up against St. Louis. The price tag of 6.4K is pretty solid. Most likely going to get high 90s into the 100 pitches out of him. I kind of like him on this slate. Um, I get it. Especially at that price. It's a, it's a fair price for him, too. So in this matchup, I, I like it, too. Um, as one of the team running pitchers, uh, it allows you to give, like I said, to pay up to get um, different and more bad. So I, I don't mind playing it because all he needs to really give you is just like, what, like 10 to 15 fantasy points and you're fine. So, yeah, I, I like, I like, I think I'll have a, a good amount of him in my lineup tomorrow. All right. Uh, I have no interest in the Cardinals bats. No, not, not really. I have no real interest in the Royals bats. <laughs> I have interest in the Royals match just because uh, Flaherty's coming off of the IL, so I might have a little bit just to, just to see how he is, just to gauge like how how good he is in working as far as working himself back into the groove of things. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Moving on to the next game here, we got the Rays going up against the Twins, McClanahan going up against Pineda. Eight and a half total here, or nine and a half total here. Pretty decent total. Supposed to be pretty good hitting weather. Start off with McClanahan, who's been pitching pretty darn well recently. Pitch count, always something to be concerned about. But over the last few starts, he's been up around 90. I have some interest here going up against a Minnesota team that isn't quite the same after the absence of Cruz and is a pretty decent matchup for a guy that's very talented and has been pitching pretty well recently. Yes, I, I I definitely like like McClanahan. I like him a lot. That price seven point eight is very 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 appealing to me. So I look to have a pretty decent amount of him tomorrow for sure. Going against these Twins. Yep, right there with you. What about Pineda over on the other side? Ever since the sticky stuff got cracked down on, his strikeout rate has been not great to say the least uh, since the beginning of June, I think, or whatever it was. He's been at around like a 17% striker, right? He is cheap going up against a high strikeout raise team, but I, I don't think I can, I don't think I have any real interest in him at all. Yeah, I don't either at all. I, I can't get to him, especially the way he's been pitching lately. It, it could just be just a no and a cross off for me. Yeah, I will, however, play some raised bats. I mean, Pineda, not great. Kind of a splits neutral guy, so I'll target both sides of the plate here. Nelson Cruz, Wander Franco, Lau, Meadows, all these guys are very, well, not very cheap. They're all under 5K, and they're all good bats in a pretty decent hitting environment. I like the race stack today. Oh, I agree with you totally, and I'm definitely going to try to have a decent amount of the race stacks for sure, too. I like the total, like the matchup, and like you said, sports neutral, so both sides of the place will be good to target for him. Um, and if a Rosarina is back in the lineup, I, I love targeting him tomorrow for sure. All right. Uh, what about the Twins over on the other side? I don't have a ton of interest, but these price tags are kind of just begging me to play them. I might have to reconsider. I like McClanahan a lot but not a single bat over 4K 
in this entire lineup. I don't know what's going on here, but the 4.3 total with those price tags, I'm really starting to think about playing some Donaldson, playing some Garber, playing some Sano, all at sub four price K price tags. I don't know how I can get away from these guys. Yeah, I agree with you. Like the top five, six, six places in the lineup makes me want to play them. So I, I like I like that. They're good for GPP. So I'll probably have see I, I don't like having shares of everyone, but <laughs> but it seems like I am, but I I will probably target some of these guys and have them as, as far as like mini stacks or secondary and for sure because the matchup is I mean the matchup isn't the best. I like I like McClanahan a lot too tomorrow, but Polanco just stands out to me at 3.1k leading off. That's too cheap for him in, in, in a spot where, where he's a good hitter. They just been on a bad uh, on a bad uh, streak lately. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, yeah, right there with you. Let's move on to the next game here. We got the Astros going up against the Angels. Eight and a half total here. Grinky versus Sandoval. Let's start off with old man, potentially Hall of Famer Zach Grinky. Any interest in him at eight point five k? Yeah, I do. I want to play pretty much. Uh, I don't know how much I'm going to have him, but I'll, I'll probably get to a little bit of him tomorrow. Uh, I like at right at price point eight point five is pretty fair. Uh, I like uh, I like Morton though more, but this the, but yeah, this lineup for the Angels is not the best. Uh, you only got really worried about is Otani, uh, maybe even Walsh with him coming back. So, but but I like I like it. It's a great kid, good amount. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I've, I haven't played Grinky pretty much the entire season. I'm not going to start now, even though it's against its Angels lineup. The lineup just doesn't look great right now. He just hasn't been pitching fantastic recently. I guess it's not a horrible price tag for him. He's pitching well. Just I don't I don't see a huge amount of upside with just lack of strikeouts, less than five Ks in each of the last five, six starts. I don't think I'm going there with Grinky, but I fully understand going there. What about with Sandoval over on the other side? This kid, a little bit wild at times, but since the beginning of June, sitting right around a 30% K rate, going up against a low strikeout Houston team. I like him in tournaments at this price tag. He makes an interesting pivot off of Molly. Like he's a guy that can put up a big outing if he can just keep it under control. I get the match was bad, but I think you have to consider him considering what he's done since the beginning of June. Yeah, you definitely do for sure. Uh, the matchup is just the matchup is just what scares me a little bit. That that's the only thing. But but I mean, I mean, yeah, Molly's matchup is better because the Phillies versus the Houston. Yeah, I I'll have some shares of him definitely for sure in tournaments. I think he's a great tournament player, like you said, um, and a good pivot off of Molly. So yeah, I I, I like it. Nice talk to you on to him. Proud of that. What about any? Astros exposure. I mean, Sandoval can get a little wild. I think I'm staying away from him because Sandoval has only given up two home runs over the last six games, so I don't see a huge amount of upside. Yeah, I don't see that much upside in, in him at all. I mean, in this game really at all. So, like, I'll have I'll I'll have maybe like a few stacks of Houston just in case because I know how at times they just go off and no one's playing them. But I can't see myself getting to a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just out on him. Uh, and then on the Angels side, pretty much Otani is a one-off, but he's spending. Yeah, exactly. Same thing, same here. Otani has a one-off, and I'll keep moving from there. All right, let's move on to the next game here. we got the Padres going up against the Diamondbacks. Blake Snell going up against Bumgarner. We have a seven-and-a-half 
total. Let's start off with Snell here, who just has ridiculous control issues pretty much for the entirety of the season, but is coming off a 42-point game against this exact Diamondbacks team. I think he's going to garner some ownership. I don't know if I can trust him. I don't know if I'm going to chase that one game. Like, he can put up a huge game anytime, but there's also the off chance that he puts up a negative outing. So I don't know if I can go with Snell. I don't mind it as a GPP play, but I think I'm off of him. What about you? I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to have some soldier to him because I always get this wrong with him. I, like whenever I, I'm under on him or, or off on him completely, he also has that big big game. And then when I'm on him, he doesn't play well at all. But I'm gonna just probably have a little. I'll be, I'll be under the field still on him tomorrow, but. I definitely want some exposure to him in this matchup against Arizona. Yeah, yeah, that's entirely fair. And I fully understand. Like I said, the guy just put up 40 points against this team in his last outing. I just think I'm going to probably stay away from it. But I'm not building a ton of lineups. What about Bumgarner over on the other side in a tough matchup going up against San Diego? I mean, at that price, 7.5K, I, I like what he can bring to the table at that price. Uh, get the upside. And this is not really like this is still a good lineup, but it's not as good as it could be, obviously, without Tatis. So I like getting to I like getting to Bumgarner a little bit in tournaments. That's really mainly it. Um, but I don't mind also taking some of the bats on the other side too when it comes to San Diego. I personally don't play Bumgarner. I will not play him in this spot. I just think he's kind of done for, which might be true. Um Padres bats, Padres bats. Yeah, I, I have some interest in them. So like like Bam, uh, Manny Machado is probably one of my favorites. One of my favorites for sure. I like Will Myers at the bottom of that lineup for GBPs. Um, especially he's going to be in the seventh seventh hole still. So I, I like getting some a little bit in tournaments. All right. Uh, yeah, totally understand that. Diamondbacks bats, uh, definitely not. I can see a full stack if Snell's going to draw some ownership just because he can go terribly wrong I like to tell Marte at there at 3.8k like but I, if, if I'm playing a stack it's strictly just the cheap price tags and it's going to be leverage off Snell and hoping Snell just has his control issues but that's that's really it move on to the next game here we got the Rockies going up against the Giants eight and a half total here or seven and a half total here Gomber going up against Descalfani let's start off with Gomber here who's been pretty solid so far this season 6.8K, I I like playing San Francisco bats. I think I'm playing Gomber today. He's just been pretty good. He's a lefty going up against the Giants. They'll probably platoon out, taking out a lot of their really good bats, such as Belt and uh, Yaz. I really, really like Gomber. I like this that he's playing in 60-degree weather where it's hotter around the U.S. I, I think he's going to be one of my top plays on the slate. He's a decent pivot up in the line. I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. Um, he's a talented pitcher, and that price is obviously too low for him. But, you know, he's coming off of – this is, I think, his second game back from injury. So I, I I like the spot where I don't think no one's going to be on him that much. At least I hope not, cause especially because it's San Francisco, and they've been playing pretty well this season, um, probably above their heads, um, what everyone expected of him. So I I like getting to Gobber a little bit for sure, some GPPs. All right, what about Descalfani on the other side at 9K? He has not been great recently at all. And just coming off the IL, I have no interest in Descalfani. 
Yeah, for someone coming off the IL, I might have. I mean, nine K is expensive to pay for. But yeah, I, I probably. The matchup is so good though with Colorado, and the park is going to be his favor favorable more so towards pitching. If I'm correct, so I, I might have a little bit of of him justifying just. This is a tiny bit, maybe like no more than five percent, just because I know that Colorado does can can at times have a, a high strikeout uh, amount in their lineup. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I'm again, I'm not doing it, but he is like maybe it was a lagging shoulder issue. That's why I got put on the IL because he has not been the same. He was fantastic prior to the All Star break, absolutely fantastic. Since then, granted, two matchups against the Dodgers probably didn't help. But he just has been great since the All-Star break. But maybe 10-day IL stint is just to give him a little bit of time to heal up that shoulder. He could come in. He could throw fantastically. So I don't mind that call there. I'm not playing any Rockies bats, though. Even if Descalfani is what he was prior to going on the IL, doesn't really matter too much for me because this Rockies team isn't great, and I don't like this ballpark. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely won't play no – I'll play maybe uh... – it's it's I'm gonna have to dig into the numbers tomorrow. I don't want to say for sure what I think what I'm gonna play play or not, but I I might get a little bit as well as just GPPs as a, as a secondary stack. That's about it. If 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 anything, if not, then I'll probably be off them completely. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, what about these giant bats? I'm not playing them. I like Gomber. I don't like this ballpark. I like playing their lefties, and their lefties probably aren't gonna be lineup. Yeah, I agree with that. I I like Gomber. I think, I love the talent that he has and, and the strikeout upside that he that he definitely brings. Um, so I definitely don't see myself playing a lot of Giants tomorrow, if if at all. All right, uh, let's move on to the last game of the night. Here we got the Blue Jays going up against the Mariners. We have an eight and a half total. Blue Jays, pretty decent flight favorite. Ray going up against Flexen. Let's start off with Ray here. Nine point two K has not been pitching fantastic recently like he was pitching earlier on in the season walks issues have come back but this is just a great matchup going up against a high strikeout mariners team are you going to pivot off of wheeler and urias to go over to ray i like robbie ray that, that's my that's like probably my, my guy my pitcher for the season he's been he's been he's done me well it won me a lot of money so i'll definitely have some exposure to him for sure um, and just go down with the ship if he if he doesn't do well. But I don't expect him to to blow to get blown up. Um, maybe give him a couple runs if anything. But I like the spot for him for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm kind of right there with you. It's just a solid enough spot. Like this Mariners lineup is pretty strikeout heavy. I think that he could end up getting stuff together because I mean he's he hasn't been great over the last four matchups. One of them has been Cleveland. The other three have been Boston. He has yeah. not been easy matchups. Prior to that, he was averaging like 27 points a game. So it's just been mostly the last four matchups have been tough. That's why his numbers are probably not what they should be. But he still even hasn't been that terrible. So I really like Robbie Ray in tournaments. I'm going to wait and see what Wheeler's ownership is. going to wait and see what my lineup builds end up taking me to. If I can afford Wheeler and he's not going to be too heavily on, I'll go with that. But otherwise, I'm probably going down to Robbie Ray. What about flexing over on the other side going up against this absolutely stacked Blue Jays team? Yeah, I'm not going to probably be on flexing a lot. Uh, Blue Jays is probably another team that I might try to get uh, some ex- uh, good amount of exposure to tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, I- I'm off of flexing. 
Yeah, no, I'm kind of right there with you on the Blue Jays. I mean, Springer has been absolutely mashing recently. Vlad, probably the MVP. Simeon, obviously very good. And then the outfield is not, the rest of the outfield is not terribly priced with Hernandez, Dickerson, Guriel. I like the stack quite a bit, even though the Mariners have an all right bullpen behind them. Uh, Flexen just is not a huge strikeout guy, so the ball's going to be put in play. And it's 90 degrees over in Seattle. Again, open-air dome. This is a heat advisory in Seattle right now. They're just absolutely blazing up there in multiple different ways. Uh, but I like these Toronto bats. Any interest in the Mariners bats? Um, not really, honestly. If I do, maybe, maybe like a few like one-offs or, or like I said, many stacks. Like uh, more so the righties like Mitch Hanniger, Ty France, uh, uh, Toro, who's been hitting the ball pretty well. Um, Late uh, since been traded over here from Houston, um, spots like that is maybe just like things I would get to, but not really um, heavy on it though. Yeah, pretty much Mitch Haniger and Kyle Seager as one offs to me. That's really it. I mean, I respect Ray too much, and I think that a lot of his moderate struggles recently have been because of the matchups. Let's go to the morning grind game and get on out of here. Pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who you got? Uh, who did I see before that I loved? That I, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of guys you can pick. Uh, <laughs> I want to go uh, McClanahan. Shane McClanahan. I like that. I'm going to go to, with Alzalei. Take We didn't even take the easy guy in Molly. Uh, pitcher over 8K to get under 15 points. Who's your top end bust? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do this too easy. Um, but I'll sit there and say, uh, actually, I was going to say it, forget it, uh, uh, Jack Flaherty. <laughs> Jack Flaherty? Well, was that the easy one? I think that's, that's easy. I think he's at 15 fantasy points, right, or less? Yeah, I mean, that that's that's 15 or less, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows? I'm going Blake Snell because it's either going to be 40 or minus 14. So right. I figure it's a coin flip. I got a 50% chance of him being absolutely terrible. Uh Hitter over 4K to hit a home run. Who's your top end bat today? Uh, my top end bat is going to be. I'm going to go JD Martinez. Yeah, that's a pretty solid one. I think you could take anyone in the Boston game and you're probably good. I'm going with Nelson Cruz at 4.6K. Bat under 4K to get two or more hits. You got. Uh, I'm going to go with Jock Peterson. I like Atlanta a little bit today. I like that call. I definitely like that call there. Uh, I'm going Josh Donaldson at 3.8K. Seems a little bit cheap. I do like McCannahan, but just a cheap price with Donaldson. Stack to score five or more runs. I'm, I'm just going to say no Boston allowed here because that's just far too easy. Who you got? Um, I agree with that. That's, that's too easy of a pick. Um I mean, I like Atlanta, too. I like Atlanta a lot. That's one of my favorite stacks, so I'll, I'll say Atlanta. Even All right, I'm going to go with the Rays, and I think that should do it. Man, got through three days of hosting. I think I barely fudged up. Man, I feel good about myself, but thanks for joining me. Any last-minute thoughts before we get on out of here? Uh, no, not really. Just pay attention to the lineups and pay attention to weather, as always. And Good luck, and I hope that you guys all place well, do well in your contest, but come in second place behind me if you're playing my contest. Look at that confidence. I like it, and it's not even confidence. Just do it. Always happens. You're always up at the top of the leaderboard, but thanks for joining me. 
Good luck on your contest tomorrow, guys. We're out of here. See you, kids.